Father, we thank you. We ask and we say as we study this evening, we say we have more light into your word. We have understanding. We have illumination. Our heart is convinced into your word. Our heart is stable on your grace. Our minds are fixed on your law. I will say we can build and comprehend the mysteries of Christ clearly. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Rejoicing in the Spirit. Rejoicing in the Spirit. We've examined in our series, because it's still a series, on Christian worship. We've examined praise and worship. We've examined clapping and dancing. We've examined psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. We are capping everything up in this series with rejoicing in the Spirit. Because, like I said before, Kenneth Egan said, the things of the Spirit will be lost in our generation if it is not taught by precepts and by demonstration. Kenneth Egan said, the things of the Spirit will be lost in our generation if it is not taught by precepts and by demonstration. So that is, by precepts, by example, and by demonstration. And I believe it. I sincerely believe it. And that's the essence of why we have to reinforce several truths to us again. Because many times people can see you rejoicing, laughing, jumping and say, this one's a mad. Us doing this one. You don't know what you are doing. You're just laughing. You're just saying, are you mad? I beg be serious, Jerry. Our being serious <laughs> is that we are mad. <laughs> Sorry. Alright. So, we need to examine what it means to rejoice in the Spirit. Because joy is the basics of the Christian faith. Joy is the basics of the Christian faith. Because you will read in the scripture, the whole scripture and everything, you will keep saying joy and joy and joy. is the basics of the Christian faith. Let's open our Bibles to Acts 2, verse 26 to 28. Acts 2, verse 26 to 28. Are you there? Act 2, verse 26 to 28. Act 2, verse 26 to 28. It says, Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope. But thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thy only one to what? To see corruption. Verse 28. Thou hast made known to me the ways of life. That shall make me full of what? Full of what? Full of joy with thy countenance. With thy countenance. Now, and the word rejoice was in verse 26. It says, therefore did my heart do what? Rejoice. And my tongue was glad. And the Greek word is euprano. Euprano. Uh, I believe I'm wrong or right. <laughs> Let me spell it. E-U-P. E-U-P-H-R-A-I-N-O. E-U-P-H-R-A-I-N-O. E-U-P. E-U-P-H-R-I-N-O. N O N O, you pray I know. Joy, what do you think? Ephemeral. You 
of Euphoria. Don't be thinking these things. No, English. sir, that's the same. Yeah. 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 So it's Greek. Yeah. We don't know now. There's no silence. That's right. Something like that. They will not check. Rejoice. All right. Okay. It implies to be glad. You've seen the spelling. We'll figure out the pronunciation later. We know. We know. That's why you said the concept means. That's why you said concept. I wish he said it. It implies to be glad, to be merry, to be delighted. It implies to be glad, to be merry, to be delighted. It is a verb and it has a noun. It is a verb, rejoice, and it has a noun. Which was used in verse 28, and that 28 was it makes it shall make me full of joy. So the noun word is what joy, and joy in the Greek word is if you say that was euphriano, this one is youth. <laughs> Let me spell it e u p h r o. S U N E. Youth. No, this is Sunni. That's Euphrasuni. Sunni. No, do you know why I know? In righteousness, in the Greek word is Dako Sunni. And it's almost like the same spelling. So now this will be Euphrasuni. Yeah, Euphrasuni. I believe I'm right. Euphrasuni. All right. So E U P H. R-O-S-U-N. It implies gladness. Good cheer. Gladness. Good cheer. Gladness. Good cheer. You first soon it. And it was used twice in the New Testament Greek. It was used twice in the New Testament Greek. Another word for Euphrosune. We can see it in Acts 14, verse 17. Acts 14, verse 17. Acts 14, verse 17. Acts 14, verse 17. It says, Nevertheless, he left not himself without witness, in that he did good and gave us rain from heaven and fruitful season, filling our heart with good, with food and gladness. What is the Euphrosune there. Gladness. Gladness. So let's go back to our Art 22, 26 to 28. Art 226 to 28. Now, that Art 226 to 28, Peter was explaining the resurrection of Christ and he was explaining it from Psalm 16. Let's go to Psalm 16. You'll find almost the same thing there. Psalm 16, verse 8 to 11. Psalm 16, verse 8 to 11. Psalm 16, verse 8 to 11. You see, let's go there. It says, I have set the Lord always before me because he is my right and I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and the glory rejoice. And my flesh are also ready to know. It says, Thou will not leave my soul in hell, neither will he see. Neither will he suffer the only one to see corruption. Verse 11. Thou will show me the path of life and in the presence there is what? 
fullness of joy and at the right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Does that correlate with what is in Acts 2, 26 to 28? Does that correlate? So that's what Peter, Peter was teaching from there. Now let's go back to our Acts 2, verse 26 to 28. Acts 2, verse 26 to 28. You will see the word countenance there. Acts 2, verse 26 to 28. It says, Thou hast made known unto me the ways of life. Thou shalt make me full of joy and thy countenance. The word countenance is translated from the Greek word prospon. Prospon. P-R or prosopon. Prosopon. P-R-O-S-O-P-O-N. 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 That's the word countenance in the Greek. It implies appearance or presence. It implies appearance or presence. When it says, it makes me full of joy with thy countenance. It implies appearance or presence. Appearance or presence. It was used 78 times in the Greek. 78 times in the Greek. 78 times in the Greek. Should we do an opening spree? Seventy-eight times in the Greek. All right. Look at how it was used. Matthew six. Are you ready? Matthew six, verse sixteen to seventeen. Matthew six, verse sixteen to seventeen. Matthew six, verse sixteen to seventeen. Look at it. Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrite of a south countenance, as the disheveled of his, that they may appear unto all men to fast. Verily I say, they shall have thy reward. But when thou fastest and fastest, anoint thy head and wash thy face with oil. Now, where is the, what is the, prosoponde? Mm, are you sure? What did we say countenance is? What do we say countenance is? So, let me explain it. It implies, it implies appearance, faces. Uh, Prospon implies faces too. Are you getting it? So, put faces there. It implies face. It implies appearance or presence. So, what is the prospon there? Exactly, faces. So, it was used in... Lit- eh? Yeah, wash thy face. No, countenance is not there. His face. His faces and thy face. It was used for a literal thirst there where it says, and I will send my face. Uh let's look at look at let's look at Matthew. Should we look at this one? Let's see, shall let's look at Matthew eleven ten. Matthew eleven ten. Matthew eleven ten. Look at it. For this is he, whom of it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before thy what? Thy face. We shall prepare thy way before thee. So what's the prosopon there? The face. So he was used. So let's look at another one. Let's see another way it was used figuratively. Because look at Matthew 17, 2. We'll just use figuratively here in Matthew 17, 2. Look at it. And he transfigured before them, and his face did shine as the sun. So you see it's figurative, right? As the sun. Shine as the sun. And his raiment and as white as light. So what did he, what's the prosopon there? Before them and his face, right? Yeah. Alright, let's see. So the appearance into the mountain in this place, where it says he appeared unto them. 
So it was as though, like a transfigure. That is, let's just say, like their literal face to show to them, like a literal face or something. Uh, let's see, Matthew twenty-six verse thirty-nine. Matthew twenty-six verse thirty-nine. Matthew twenty-six verse thirty-nine. He says, and he went a little further and fell on what? His prosopon, right? His face. All right. Look at verse 67. Yeah, verse 67. He says, and they did spit in his what? In his face. So that is, we are seeing the use of face there now. Now, let me just call out the other scripture so that you, you already saw it was being used, right? Let me just call out the other scripture so you can write it down because of our time. Look at Mark, you can read in Mark 1 verse 2. Mark 1 verse 2. I will send my messages before thy face. Mark 1 verse 2. Luke 2 31. Luke 2 31, which thou hast prepared before the face of all. Luke 2 31. Luke 2 31. Luke 9 51 to 53. Luke 9 51 to 53. Set his face to Jerusalem. Luke 9 51 to 53. So Mark 1, 2, Luke 2, 31, Luke 9, 51, Luke 12, 56, discern the face from the sky. Jesus used that one figuratively as the appearance of the sky. That's Luke 12, 56, Luke 12, 56, Luke 21, 35, Luke 21, 35, dwell on the face of the earth, Luke 22, 64, Luke 26, to Luke twenty two sixty four struck him on the face. Luke twenty two sixty four. Luke twenty four five. Luke twenty four five. They bowed down their faces. Luke twenty four five. Luke twenty four five. Twenty four five. All right. Let's see in the book of Acts it was used. Acts three thirteen. Let's open them. Acts three thirteen. I want to show you another way it was used in Acts. Acts three verse thirteen. Acts three verse thirteen. Hath three days thirteen. The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of the Father, has glorified His Son Jesus, whom He has delivered up. He was delivered up and denied Him in the presence of Pilate when He has determined to let you go. What is the prosopon there? Everybody. Presence. Why did you say presence? All right, that's good. So that's it. Look at Act 3 19. Look at verse 19. Repent therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from where? The presence, the presence of the Lord. So can we safely say that's it? Yes. All right. Look at Act 5 verse 41. Act 5 verse 41. Act 5 verse 41. He says, and they departed from where? The presence of the council. Look at Acts 13, 24. Acts 13, 24. Acts 13, 24. He says, Acts 13, 24. When John had first preached before the coming of... When John had first preached before his coming, and... Um, before it's coming, the baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. What do you think is the prosopon? It's coming. It's coming. 
So that place is coming refers to his resurrection and not his incarnation. When he says that in this place, in this text of verse 24, where he says he's coming, it refers to his resurrection, not his incarnation. It's the resurrection, not his incarnation. So, because if you read the preceding text and everything, you will understand that it's talking about his resurrection and not his incarnation. So, mm. so you read in 2 Corinthians 3 verse 7, another reference was there, 2 Corinthians 3 verse 7, Behold the face of Moses, 2 Corinthians 3 7, 2 Corinthians 3 13, and not as Moses who put a veil over his face. 2 Corinthians 3 13. 2 Corinthians 3 13. And uh, that appearance is the appearance of Moses when he came down from Mount Sinai. And um, you, can, uh, you can understand that 2 Corinthians 3 13 by reading Exodus 34. 33 to 35, 31 to 35, Exodus 34, 31 to 35. You understand now on there when it says the face, building it as of a face and all. So we are seeing how the faces was used in the epistles. We are seeing how the word face was used in the epistles. You also see in um, 2 Corinthians 4, 2 Corinthians 4 verse 6. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 6 is as touching the face of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because in 2 Corinthians, you see also in 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18, 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18, we all with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord. 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18. So, prosopon, the appearance. So, don't forget, the word prosopon was used. So we are seeing how it was used, right? Presence, um, appearance, face. Are you seeing it? You can also put this down. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 12. You see appearance. The glory of the Lord in appearance. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 12. 2 Corinthians 10, 1 and 7. 2 Corinthians 10, 1 and 7. 1 Thessalonians 2, 17. First Thessalonians two seventeen. You see in you see that one. It was used twice. In First Thessalonians two seventeen. In presence, see your face. First Thessalonians three ten. First Thessalonians three ten. First Thessalonians three ten. Second Thessalonians one nine. James one twenty three. Natural fleece in the glass. Says one like holding a man building his natural face in the God. James 1 23. 1 Peter 3 12. 1 Peter 3 10. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. 1 Peter 3 12. Hebrews 9 24. Now to him appear in the presence of God for us. Hebrews 9 24. So I'll come again. 2 Corinthians 5 12. 2 Corinthians 10 1 and 7. 1 Thessalonians 2 1 Thessalonians 2 17. 1 Thessalonians 3 10. 2 Thessalonians 1 9. James 1 23. 1 Peter 3 12. Hebrews 9.24 So you see prosopon there it was used in that place. So now let's come back to our Acts 2. Acts 2 verse 28. Are you there? Acts 2. Now let's read it together. Thou shalt not it therefore did my heart rejoice and my tongue was glad. Moreover also my flesh shall rest in hope because thou will not leave my soul in hell. Neither 
without suffer thy only one to see corruption. Thou hast made known unto me the weights of life, and thou shalt make me full of joy with thy countenance. So from that, from our analysis and everything, we'll see that joy and um, it's evidence to us that um, the joy of our faith is as a result of the resurrection of Christ. Don't forget, I showed you, I said, he was not talking about his incarnation when, when we saw where, where it was used in Acts 13, that he was not talking about his incarnation, but as touching the resurrection of Christ. And this was Peter in this place, preaching to the people and was talking to them and showing them as touching the resurrection. So, our joy or the joy of our faith is as a result of the resurrection of Christ from the dead. It's as a result of the resurrection of Christ from the dead. So the joy of our faith is a fruit of Christ's resurrection from the dead. The joy of our faith is a proof or is a fruit of Christ's resurrection from the dead. It's a fruit of Christ's resurrection from the dead. You see that the resurrection of Christ was accompanied with joy. It does not just come out and say, Brethren, Brethren, it's not easy. It's not easy. This death, this death that I passed through, no. Look at what it says. It says, Thou hast me, it says, He will not suffer my only one to kill God, but thou hast made unto me the will of life, and He has made me full of joy with thy face or with thy countenance, with thy appearance. Are you seeing it? So the resurrection of Christ was accompanied with joy. Jesus did not come out from the dead say, Give me water, water. He choked. He choked. Father said, Give me water, give me water, 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 water. No. He came out full of joy. Full of joy. Zephaniah prophesied this in Zephaniah 3 verse 17. Let's open it. Zephaniah. I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're watching Zephaniah. Zephaniah what? Zephaniah 3 17. Zephaniah 3 17. Zephaniah. Are you there? Somebody is going to check the table of content. I'm sure Tony cannot have gotten there. Ah. Are you there? Zephaniah three seventeen. Ah, so it's gone. You don't read it. You are believing in the epistles. Are you there? Zephaniah 3 verse 17. Look at it. It says, The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty to save. Savior, he can move the mountains. My Lord is mighty to save. It is mighty to save forever. Hotter of salvation. Heroes and conquer the grave. Jesus conquer the grave. Turn the light down, let the old world see. Jesus, let the glory of the risen King. Alright, Zephaniah 317. Hallelujah. Let thy God, the God, the Lord thy God is in the midst of thee. Ah, he is mighty. He will save thee. Look at what he says. He says, He will rejoice over thee. With what? With joy. 
He will rest in his love and he will joy over thee with what? With singing. Glory to God. So it is evident that Jesus So the disciples of Jesus knew from the scriptures that when Jesus rose from the dead, he will rejoice with joy. He will, he will come out from the dead with joy. Look at Luke 24, verse 52. It says he will, I like that piece. He will rejoice over us with singing. Ah ah. Wow. Luke 24, verse 52. Luke 24, verse 52. What are you there? He says, and they worshipped, worshipped him, and returned to Jerusalem with what? With great joy, great joy. Why did they say, or why did they have great joy? The word "great" is from the Greek word "megas." The word "great" is from the Greek word "megas." The word great is from the Greek word megas. It implies megas, M-E-G-A-S, megas. It implies much. It implies much. It is an adjective. And it was called great as a result of what was seen. It was called great as a result of what was seen because disciples were sorrowful when Jesus was arrested. So, What is happening is that they have known something they didn't know before. So that is why they said they returned to Jerusalem with great joy. They returned to Jerusalem with great joy. Now, let's look at what made them rejoice or what led them to let what led them to this. Look at Acts 1 1. Let's what led them to rejoice with this great joy. Look at Acts 1 1. Look at that one one. Oh, former traitors, which have I have made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began to do, to, all, the, all Jesus began to both do and teach until the day which he has taken off after that he has commanded the Holy Ghost, giving the commandment and the apostles who has chosen, of whom he showed himself after his passion by many infallible proof, being seen of many forty days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being baptized together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait to the promise of the Father. We see it that ye are truly have heard of me. So now, Jesus had taught them with 40 days after he rose from the dead. When Jesus taught them in 40 days after he rose from the dead, look at what happened. Let's go back to Luke 24 again. When Jesus rose from the dead after 40 days, he showed himself with many infallible proofs, right? Now, what did he do? In verse 25. In verse 25, he said unto them, O fools and slow of heart, Luke 24, verse 25, to believe all that the prophet has spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning from Moses and all the prophets, he expanded unto them the things concerning himself. He expanded unto them in the scripture the things concerning himself. Look at verse 44. Look at verse 44 to 45. Or 47, self. Look at verse 45 to 47. 
And he said, These are the words which I spoke unto you while I was ready to that all things were fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophet and in the Psalms concerning me. And he opened he their understanding that they might understand the scripture. And he said unto them, Thus it is written, and he behoved Christ to suffer from the to suffer and rise from the dead the third day, and repentance and remissions of sins should be preached in the name of in my name among God nations beginning at Jerusalem. Now watch carefully. He says he opened their understanding. The Greek word for the open is danego or danogio. 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 D I A N O I G O. D I A N O I G O. Danogio. Or danogio. Danogio. It means to properly open. We are explaining in that, that way where it says he opened their understanding. It means to properly open, to open fully, to properly open, to open fully. It was used for first opening, properly open, to open fully, properly open, to open fully. You will see it was used in Luke 2 verse 23, Luke 2 verse 23. And that, that place it was used for the womb, opening of the womb. It was referenced in Luke 2. Verse 23. Luke 2, 2, 3. Luke 2, verse 23. Was referenced in Mark 7, verse 35. Mark 7, verse 35. It was used for the healing of a deaf ear. He opened the ears were opened. Something that was properly opened. It was used in Acts 7, verse 56. Acts 7, verse 56. I see the heavens open. Stephen. Acts 7, verse 56. So when it says there are no Judea, it's like accessing view that is for a child and, um, or an access for word into a year. So see that an access for a child or an access of words into the year to see Christ in the spirit. So when it says he opened their hearts to understand the scripture, you will see in Luke 24, that same Luke 24, verse 32. Look at verse 32. He says, And they said to one another, Did it not our heart burn within us while he op- talked to us by the way? And while he opened unto us the scripture, they used the word that no there. He opened, that is to properly open, to open, to open the scripture. That is, uh, uh, they now, it was as though they spoke about their own access to the scripture. They, like something. That word open is useful, like you now have an access towards it. You now can see through. Do you get it? That's open. You see it in Acts 16, verse 13 to 14, where it says, And the Lord opened. Uh, you know, there's one message I heard some years back the anointing to open. <laughs> People will know that message. The anointing for open. Acts 16, verse 13 to 14, open. At 17, verse 2 to 3, at 17, 2 to 3, opening and alleging. So there is an access to either the scripture or to the man's mind. There is an access to either the scripture or to the man's mind. So when it says open, it's just like an access. So when it says you open their understanding that they might understand the scripture, you open their understanding that they might understand the scripture, in context, it simply means. The scripture gained ground in their thinking. The scripture gained ground in their thinking. 
when he says he opened their understanding that they might understand the scripture in that Luke 24 verse 45. It means the scriptures gained ground in their thinking. The scripture gained ground in their thinking. The scripture gained ground in their thinking. And the word understand, where it says you open their, they open their understanding that they might understand the scripture. The word understand is from the Greek word suinemi. Suinemi. S-U-N-I-E-M-I. S-U-N-I-E-M-I. Suinemi. S-U-N-I-E-M-I. So, the scripture gained grounds in their thinking. And Suinemi implies to pull all facts together. To put all facts together. So, he opened their mind. He opened, then he opened it, their understanding that they might understand the scripture. So, they will, he, 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 so the scripture now gained ground in their hearts so that they can put all facts together. Does it make sense? They could put all the facts concerning his death, his burial, and his resurrection as taught in the Old Testament, right? In the law and the prophets together. Does that make sense to somebody? Yes, sir. Hey, shy. I think I'm, talking, I'm teaching sleeping people now. <laughs> he puts all facts together. And the word, that's suinemi, that is to put all the facts together. The word understanding is from the Greek word nous. N-O-U-S, N-O-U-S, N-O-U-S. It implies reasoning, reasoning, nous. It implies reasoning, reasoning. You see that in First Peter, um, Peter 1, 10, of which salvation the prophet acquired and to the of whose grace was to come. Of which gave was to come, searching of what manner of spirit in which was in them, they testified, knowing beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that will follow. That is it. So, reasoning, it's putting their reasoning together. The prophet spoke about the sufferings of Christ and the glory that will follow. He's putting, so what Jesus did was to open their understanding. Does that make sense to somebody? Make them see the facts coming together and their reasoning, reasoning was in place. So, now, when they now said, now, let, let's do, let me give you a classwork now to see if you are following. Now, let's go back to that Luke 24 verse. Let's go back to that Luke 24 verse 52. And they worship him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. Why did they rejoice with great joy? So we can safely say they rejoiced or went back with great joy because of what Jesus has taught them, right? Yes, so they could now see the scripture clearly. Does that make sense? Yes, so we rejoice by the word. We rejoice as a result of the word. Alright. So now, let's go back to our heart 6. Heart, heart 2. Verse 26 to 28. Is it making sense to someone? Heart 2, verse 26 to 28. It says, are you there? It says, therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. And the word for glad, the Greek word for glad is the Greek word agalio. Agalio. I know you know that by now. Agalio. A-G-A-L-L-I-O. It says, and did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was, it says, did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. Glad is from the Greek word what? Agalu. And it implies rejoice. It implies rejoice. 
it implies rejoice. And it implies to rejoice. Look at Luke 10. And that's what was used in, by Jesus in Luke 10 verse 21. Luke 10 verse 21. Are you there? It was used by Jesus in Luke 10 verse 21. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast eat these things from the wise and prudent, and thou hast revealed them unto babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in thy sight. Rejoiced. So why did Jesus rejoice? Why did, no, why did Jesus rejoice in this place? Look at verse 17. Look at verse 17 of that Luke 10. Guys, follow me. So you can see why Jesus rejoiced. So why did Jesus rejoice there? Don't forget the Greek word for rejoicing is what? Agalio, right? Rejoice is from the Greek word agalio. And it also means glad, right? All right. So why did Jesus rejoice? Luke 10 verse 17. And the 70 regained, the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the devil was subject unto our name. So was subject to us through thy name. Look at verse 18. And he said unto them, I behead Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Look at verse 19. And behold, I give unto you the powers to tread upon serpent and scorpion and over the power of the enemy. And nothing, somebody say nothing, nothing. shall by enemies hurt you, notwithstanding. Look at it. Verse 20. Notwithstanding, in this rejoice not that the spirit are subject to you, but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. So now, in essence, in that very hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. Why do you think he rejoiced? Uh-uh. Because their names are written in yeah, No, because they went out and preached the gospel. Why do you think they rejoiced? Their names are written. Their names will be written. Their names will be written. Look at verse 17. Look at verse 18. Verse 20. It says, notwithstanding, in this rejoice not. But the spirit has said, but rather rejoice. Why? Because your names are written in heaven. So Jesus sent them to preach, to heal the sick, and they came back. You see in Luke 9 verse 1, Jesus gathered the disciples together, Luke 9 verse 1, to, to send them, and he sent them to preach. And the 70 returned with joy. Because the devil was subject to their name, they casted out demons, all of those things are. And Jesus told them, don't rejoice because of that too. But rejoice because your names are written in heaven. What's the Greek word for written? Ah, if, if somebody can get this, I owe you a shake. Written. <laughs> eh? Not make shake, handshake. <laughs> written. Say meeting you. So say written you. It's okay. Greeting. Ah, shy. Graffy. Come, come. Come and give me your. Come. So written is from the Greek word grapho. Grapho. Remember Second Timothy three fifteen. It's still the same. Grapho. <laughs> it implies. It implies what? It implies a documented something that is written, something that is documented, that is recorded. And the word heaven, when it says rejoice that your name is written in heaven, so we've seen written now. The word heaven is from the Greek word what? Heaven. 
The word heaven is from the Greek word what? I've explained it in one teaching, I think in the gifts of the spirit. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 no, it's sky. It's like it's Uranus. Uranus. I have. Go and listen to the gifts of the spirit. Uranus. O U R A N O S. Uranus. O U R A N O S. Uranus. It implies immaterial, unseen. Is this familiar to you now? Immaterial, unseen, or spiritual. Immaterial, or seen, or spiritual. So the reason for our joy ought not to be because of temporal or material things. So the reason for our joy ought not to be for material or temporal things. That is, but as a result of external and immaterial things. As a result of external or immaterial things. So our joy is not because of material things like car, money, all of those things. And I say you go with no. But immaterial things. So the joy of a believer is the function or is a function of the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. Are you seeing why you rejoice now? The joy of a believer is as a function of the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. So when is so don't forget again, the joy of a believer is a function of the resurrection of what? Jesus from the dead. So the phrase written in heaven is translated from the Greek of Grapho and Grapho and Urano. Grapho and Urano. Grapho and Urano. So you space it Grapho and you space it E-N is the N now. E-N. Grapho and Urano. You space it out. Which was in respect to the resurrection of the dead, that is salvation. So you see why Jesus rejoiced now. He wasn't rejoicing because they cast out devils. He was rejoicing because of salvation. Are you getting it? Does everybody, does everybody understand? Does everybody understand? So, and you will see also that joy is as a result of our salvation. Galatians, Galatians 5 verse 22. Galatians 5 verse 22. Let's look at the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5 verse 22. Are you there? He says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, good kindness, gentleness, and goodness and faith. The word fruit there is from the Greek word what? Kapos. Kapos. K-A-R-P-O-S. K-A-R-P-O-S. The word fruit. K-A-R-P-O-S. K-A-R-P-O-S. Kapos. It implies results. It implies, it implies results. So that is, joy is the result of the Spirit. Wow. Glory to God. Joy is the result of the Spirit. And which spirit was Paul referring to there? If you see the term spirit in that text, you will see if you read in Galatians 3, it says you have received not the spirit of 
it says you have received the spirit in Galatians. If you read the Galatians 2, 3 to 5, 2 to 5, there you see it. You receive the spirit by the hearing of your faith. Galatians 3, verse 2 to 5. You see, it said you receive the spirit by the hearing of faith. By the hearing of faith. And that word hearing is for the word akwe. It means by the reports. Something that is preached. So you receive the spirit by something that is preached. That is, you add something, then you believe the gospel. That was why you read in Galatians 3, verse 40, where it says, The promise of the Spirit's true faith. The promise of the Spirit's true faith. Galatians 4, verse 6. God has set forth His Spirit of the Son into our hearts. The Spirit. So that's why you consistently see the Spirit. And I say, the hearing means a report, something that is preached in the message of Christ. I will receive the Spirit. So, don't forget... And you will see, you will see the spore used to use some words in the spirit, in the spirit. You are no more in the flesh again, but you are in the spirit, in the spirit. And that word is in now, that is, that's the state of the believer now. In the spirit is the state of the believer now. That's why we tell you in Galatians 3 verse 5 verse 16, sorry, it says, walk in the spirit, in the spirit. That is, that is your, and the Greek word for walk is what? Peripato. Are you people sleeping? Very part two. It means conduct yourselves, conduct oneself. That is the believer's conduct, which is permitted or which is premised upon salvation, is in the spirit. That says, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Verse 18 says, but if you are led by the Spirit, Galatians 5, ye shall not, if you are led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. And that word led there is the word ago. It means to be born or carried, to be born or carried, or to be carried. What's funny? Alright, Romans 8 verse 14. For as many as led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So, it says to be led and all of those things. Alright. So, uh, we've seen our work as believers. We've seen our... We've seen that our joy is not in temporal things, but is as a result of what is in our spirit is as a result of what is in our spirit we conduct ourselves in the spirit and we rejoice we rejoice in the spirit and i said in the spirit is an active term or is a noun that shows the state of the believer and also it can be used as an active term to describe an action to when it says in the spirit you read somewhere in Revelations 1 verse 9 where it says, I was in the spirit in the last day. That I was, I've always explained to you that it is from the Greek word ginomai. It means to, Revelations 1 verse 9, ginomai. It means to become or to happen to occur. I was in the spirit in the last day. I was in the spirit in the last day, ginomai. That is to become, to happen, to to occur to something. I was in the spirit of the Lord's day, and it says, I ate. And that word there means 
something that was prompted in your spirit or and you heard something else in the spirit of the last day and um so yeah so that means in the spirit we hear we see we we obviously know that we hear we see uh that's not my book of I don't know what I want to explain to you today, but let's see. So why do we rejoice in the Spirit? So we can simply say, don't forget, so we can, when we say we are rejoicing in the Spirit, don't forget, it's an activity and it's as a result of, we rejoice because of the resurrection of Christ, what Jesus has done, and the activity from, or it's an activity of a believer from the status or the position now, Jesus has been raised from the dead and we have believed the gospel, right? You and I have believed the gospel. You and I. So it is a state. It's an activity. That is why we say the fruit of the Spirit is as a result or, or a result or the result of, of the fruit of the Spirit is joy. So because that is the state of the believer presently. Does that make sense to everyone? Mm-hmm. So how do we rejoice in the Spirit? How do we rejoice in the Spirit? That's where I'm trying to go since morning. Luke 10 verse 21. Again, Luke 10 verse 21. Luke 10 verse 21. Then you see that. Uh, honestly, I, I, I want to give tribute to two people. Um, Reverend Anika and Kenneth again. They, they pointed us to this, this emphasis. For me, I, I believe, for me, it was Reverend Anika, but for other people, it might be Kennedy again. And they pointed us to this emphasis on joy that we didn't pay attention to. A lot of us just saw joy as, oh, be happy, oh, this, oh, that. But they showed us or shed more like there was something, it was as though, I don't know about you, but growing up as a believer, it was though somewhere in my heart or my eyes was blocked to see what joy means. Till I came to the light of the gospel. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. But the moment I knew, I came to the light of the gospel and people like Reverend Anayika helped us, we were able to see that, oh, this is a vital detail we are not paying attention to. Does it make sense to somebody? So now, look at that Romans, look at that Luke 10 verse 21 again. Look at that Luke 10 verse 21. Luke 10 verse 21. Luke 10 verse 21, it says, In that very hour, Jesus rejoiced in the Spirit. And the Greek word for rejoice there is what? Agali. And it's an active word. And now let me explain agali. Agalio is an active word that implies to run, to jump, to leap up and down. To leap up and down, to twirl in reckless abandon, to run, to jump, to leap up and down, to twirl in reckless abandon. To run, to jump, to leap up and down, to twirl in reckless abandon. It is usually characterized by all coordinated movements. Now, it is different from cultural dance. That it's all carry pot on the head. I do, oh, that's cultural dance. 
<lacht> oh, äh, Maskurit Festival. Hey, hey, das, das Maskurit Festival. But we are talking of rejoicing. Are you getting me? It means what? To run. So when I'm running, I'm what? I'm rejoicing. When I'm leaping, when I'm jumping, I'm rejoicing, right? When I'm turning up and I'm going, I'm rejoicing in reckless abandon. Let's look at other references of Adalia. Are you ready? Mark 5, Matthew 5, 21. Let's do this very fast. Oh yeah, let's go. Mark 5, 12. Is, who is there? Matthew 5, 12, sorry. Matthew 5, 12. Let's do this very fast. Let's do an opening spirit. Matthew 5, 12. Are you there? Rejoice and be what? And be what? Exceedingly glad. For great is the heaven. So, for so persecuted the prophet, which we have day before you. It says, Rejoice and God you twirl around and be what? Exceedingly glad. Luke 1, verse 47. Luke 1, verse 47. Are you there? Luke 1, 47. Is there? Are you there? Yes, sir. And my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. Glory to God. Glory to God. John 5.35. John 5.35. Who is there? Yes, sir. Are you? I'm here, John 5.35. <laughs> Who is there? Yes, Alright. It says he was, he was born in and shining light, and you were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. Agalio. Look at John 8 56. Yes, sir. John 8 56. Who is there? I'm Look at what it says. It says, Your father. <laughs> That's it, your father. <laughs> you see that some English in 2021 is becoming summer. Your father, <laughs> Abraham, did what? So that means Abraham did glory to God. Are you even in the Old Testament? Are you, are you seeing it? Abraham is Jesus even today, your father, Abraham. <laughs> Rejoiced to see my day. So Abraham was turning around. Yeah? Look at the vital truth that we've not seen in Christianity. Thank God for honestly. I thank God for a man like Kenetegi. We will not have known this thing. Personally, me, I thank God for somebody like Reverend Naika. We will not have known all of these things. Because this guy did it even in the Old Testament. He rejoiced to see his day. Wow. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Hats 226. Yes, sir. I'm there. Yes, sir. I'm there. Hats 226. Yes, sir. No, you have to sit up so I can be looking at you now. I'm there before. No, you can't be there before. Eh? Tony is there. Yes. Wow. Please, somebody cross check. <laughs> ah. <laughs> People can never be there. She's never opened the Bible. <laughs> Therefore, did my heart rejoice and my tongue was glad. Moreover, my flesh shall what? Rest in love. Acts 16.34. Who is there? Yes, sir. 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 Yes, sir
And when he had brought them into the house, he set meat before them. And what? Rejoice, believing in God with what? All his house. Wow. First Peter 1 6. Somebody is looking at the meat in that place. First Peter 1 6. Who is there? I'm Who is who is there? Joy, are you there? Joy, let me cross check. Is it hospital one? Yes. Hospital one says, wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season. If need be, ye are, ye are in evidence through manifold temptation. Wow. <laughs> All right. Look at verse 18. Verse 18. For as much as you know that you were... Uh, is that what I'm trying to say? Oh, no. Verse 8. Sorry. Look at verse 8. Whom having, whom having not seen, ye in love, whom true ye now see not yet, believing, ye rejoice with what? Joy unspeakable, full of glory. Glory to God. First Peter 4.13. Who is there? I'm there. 4.13. Who is there? I'm there. Alright. It says, but rejoice inasmuch as ye are what? Partaker, look at it, look at it. Rejoice, but in as much as you are what? Partakers of Christ's suffering. When his glory shall be what? revealed, that ye may be glad with what? Exceeding what? Joy. So you see that joy fills the old scripture. It's not just a Tulsa thing. A lot of people think, now, let me tell you, when people watch us laughing, or people see you laughing, you see you rejoicing. This woman will say, oh, again, people, they ate again. On this thing, I will not lie to you. They have called Egin a demonic man. Just because he's making people laugh, he's making people rejoice, but the scripture shows it. So when they see you rejoice, they say, Ah, you again, you are you again people. Yes, I choose. I like it like that. Are you getting it? I remember, remember when I can't tell you something. Can't tell you. He said, Me, I'm from Tulsa. You, yeah, I don't know. You, you oh, Fofo, you're from. He said, You are rubbish. <laughs> he said, For me, I was born in Tulsa. <laughs> I've come from Tulsa, so I'm a Tulsa boy. <laughs> he said, Because people will call it, what people do, they call it a Tulsa thing. They call rejoicing a Tulsa thing. So it's a great accusation on Egan that why would you come and make people just be laughing in the meeting? What is there? What is there? People are just running around. People are just jumping around. What is it? So they call it a Tulsa thing or a Tulsa spirit or a again demonic spirit. I'm not joking. But when the scripture says it, ah, I believe the scripture. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? So look at Revelations 19.7. Revelations, are you there? Yes, I Revelations 19.7. Revelations 19 I'm just sure it's in Genesis. Revelations 19 Who is there? <laughs> Last person to be there. Alright, look at what it says. It says, Let us be what? Glad. And what? Rejoice. And give honor to him. 
for the marriage of the lamb is come, and the wife hath made ready and said, Oh, so this way they got <laughs> Jesus the mother. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Rubbish people. So rejoicing is watching. Rejoicing is watching. It must be done in honor, not in play. Not that we are rejoicing, you are joking. No. It must be done in honor, in reverence, in awe. That was why Jesus rejoiced in the Spirit. So what, when, when Jesus was rejoicing, what was he doing? He was honoring the Father. Does that make sense? Yeah. So when we rejoice, it's an act of worship too, right? Yeah. It's an act of honor, right? It's an act of reverence, right? Yes, sir. Because it, is, it must be done in honor. It must be done in reverence. In all, because it is in the spirit, not in the flesh, not rejoicing in the flesh. So Jesus rejoiced in the spirit. And look at what Jesus did in that Luke 10, verse 21. Who is back there? Luke 10, 21. Who is back there? 10, 21. <laughs> Check Tony for me. Okay. In that very hour, Jesus did what? Rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank thee, O Father. So you see, he rejoiced in honor towards the Father. And he did it in awe of the Father. Jesus even gave thanks to the Father as he rejoiced. So he was like, oh, glory to God. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Running around. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Father. Oh. Thank you, Father. Ripping around. No way to go. Thank you, Father. Are you getting me? So, we rejoice. And so, rejoicing accompanies praise. I taught you in praise and worship, right? Rejoicing accompanies praise. I taught you also in clapping and dancing. It accompanies praise. So, you will see in Luke 10, verse 21, it says, And Jesus rejoiced in the Spirit. That means... It is an activity that is carried out as a result of salvation. He says he rejoiced. Do you notice that the disciples did not rejoice? They were only rejoicing for people that the demons were subject to them. They were happy for that. I just said, no. It's because it is an activity that is what? That is carried out as a result of salvation. So, rejoicing is not a reaction to anything physical. Are you hearing me? It is not a reaction to car. It is as, you know, how many of you, the word of God is just going on. You just have that problem to say, go with God. It just, you know, it, it just brings up a sparking. Go away. It's, it's a reaction in your spirit. Are you getting me? It's a reaction. It's not, you, can't be, you can't get the reaction via a physical thing. Via can say, uh-uh. So, say, Praise God. I just got a car. You now say, glory, glory. Then that's, we know your problem. <laughs> we know your problem. Your problem is somehow. We know what we like. Are you getting me? So, it's an expression. It's a react, and it's not a reaction to anything physical or surrounding circumstance. Did Jesus look at anything physical before he rejoiced? No. Was he looking at the car? He even told them, don't rejoice about the subject to your name. Because that's normal. 
He told them, I abuse set and fell like lightning. So Satan is going to be under your feet. It is a, look, are you see what he's doing for them? He was telling them, this is a permanent state. Satan will always be under you. Don't rejoice with that. Rejoice as a result of salvation. I'm born again. Glory to God. Glory are you getting me? So, they didn't see... So, you, so when they did it in Luke 24, when they were returned back to Jerusalem, they said they returned with joy. Are you seeing that they saw it somewhere? When their expressions were opened, they say, Ah, this is exactly what Jesus has done. They are no good. They are just explained to you. They're like, Oh, glory to God. The Bible says they returned with great joy. That's megas. Something that can be seen. Are you getting it? So there are different types of rejoicing. There are different kinds of, not types of rejoicing, no. <laughs> different kinds of expression in rejoicing. Different kinds of expression in rejoicing. Different types or different kinds of expression in rejoicing. There is an expression of hasty running. Oh, oh, to God, oh, to God, oh, to God, oh, to God. There's an expression of hasty running. You will see that in Matthew 26, 28, basically. You know what I like? I, you know, God punish ignorance. Ah, look at how we are explaining this thing. If they told me many years ago, listen to me. If they told me many years back, let's say like 10 years ago, that I would teach on something called rejoicing is your sister lie. How many of you you fought people rejoicing before? I have. Me, I have. Me that I'm teaching to you. I've watched somebody. I've looked at people rejoicing that you are mad. You better, better stand up. What's making you now? Okay. I'm now teaching about this. <laughs> I saw someone say, You are mad. When he's supposed to do his dimension, I say, Ah, let's check his temperature. <laughs> So it is can be used as hasty running. There's an expression of hasty running. Matthew 28, verse 8. I'm just looking at God and saying, wow. 28, verse 8. Are you there? And they quickly, look at what they did. And go, no, and go, Matthew 28, verse 8. And go quickly. Ah, where are you reading? Okay, my own me and music old King James. So. No, you're reading from verse seven. Oh, did you? Did you was looking like it? It was like oh, you gave me. It was like my eyes was turning on you. All right, sorry, I'm sorry about that. I'm so sorry. All right, look at verse eight, and they departed quickly. From the sculpture with fear and what? And what? And do what? And great joy. And did what? And did run to bring the disciples what? So look at it. Hey, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let's tell the disciples that Jesus has broken up. Oh, we do God. That's what they were doing. Are you getting it? Are you seeing it? Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. It's still running. Oh, glory to God. Does it make sense? So you see, they were, they were rolling home like, hey, let's go and take this. They were in fear, but they also enjoyed that. Ah, this guy said it that he will raise up. He has he has disappeared. He has done his. Thomas like said, rubbish. <laughs> All right. So we are seeing the different kinds of expression, right? Yes, sir. And that word "run" is from the Greek word "tresho," T R 
E-C-H-O. The word run is from the Greek word thresho. Thresho. T-R-E-C-H-O. It implies to run hastily. It implies to run hastily. It implies to run hastily. To run hastily. It implies to run hastily. You will see a similar expression or the similar word was used in Acts 12 verse 14. So are you seeing that joy can be lent? Are you seeing that joy can be lent? So it's not just in Brokorede. <laughs> Big boy rejoice. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. It's not, it's not in that. So we can say, oh, glory to God. Are you seeing it? It can be learned. And that's why you can, you can be taught. Acts 12, verse 14. Who is there? <laughs> Alright, look at it, look at it, look at it. And when she knew Peter's voice, when she knew Peter's voice, she opened not the gate for what? Gladness. Look at it too. She opened not the gate for gladness and did what? But ran in. So she, for gladness. Hey, Peter's come. Peter's come. Peter's come. Are you seeing it? That's what she did. She opened not the gate for gladness and told how Peter stood before the gate. So she ran in. That word running is from the Greek word. A threshold. Just put E-I. E-I-S to that threshold in that run. I'm just explaining run in now. Just put E-I-S in front of threshold that I explained in that one. And it implies hastily. It also means to run hastily inwards. To run hastily. Go, 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 go. Are you getting this? Glory to God. 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 There's also an expression of leaping. So we've seen an expression of hastily running, right? You see how it's being done? There's an expression of leaping. 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 Leap, Luke 1 44. Who is yes, there? Ah, uh, ah. Uh, Luke 1 44. Luke 1 44. Check it. Luke 1 44. Who is there? <laughs> Alright, look at it. Is this for lo, as soon as the voice of salutation sounded in the air, the baby leaped for joy. Oh, they're like, oh, no way. They're like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> the baby leaped for joy. <laughs> and the word joy, don't forget, is from the Greek word, um, we said agalio, right? And so we can also see, we explain gladness. As joy, right? Yeah. Glad. So we can also see it as another form of agalis, agal, agalisis. Agalio, agalisis. Okay, A-G-A-L-L-I-A-S-I-S. 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 It implies gladness. 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 
Glory, glory, glory. <coughs> so look at Luke 1 verse 14. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> so it was used. Look at, we are looking at the references of that Agalistis now. Are you getting me? Yes. The references, so if you want to write it on the references to that word Agalistis. Luke 1 14. This is getting interesting. I don't know yes, about you. Are you are you enjoying this? Yes, yes sir. Alright. Luke 1 verse 14. Thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his bed. Oh, so even the death of Christ, there was still joy. Oh, I don't know about you. Wow, I hope to contain myself already. Acts 2, verse 46. Glory, glory, glory. Acts 2, verse 46. Who is there? Acts 2, verse 46. So Pelumi got it. When was the first? Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> I caught you. Acts 2.46. Are you there? Acts 2 verse 46. <laughs> it says, And they continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat meat with what? So we can say gladness are galistis, right? Yes, and singleness also. They were eating, they were rejoicing, they were happy daily. Look at Hebrews 1, verse 9. Hebrews 1, 9. Busola, they warn you. They warn you, Busola. Hebrews 1, 9. All right. Ah. Even brought Korea has improved. You, you are still there saying, yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, has anointed thee with what? Oil of gladness above thy fellows. Oil of gladness. So we have been, all of us have been anointed with, a, with an oil to rejoice. I don't, I don't know about you. You and I, we have been, we have an anointing of all of us to rejoice. <laughs> Listen, an anointing, an anointing to rejoice is enough. Now, I, I say, just the same we wish to say, we used to teach that I will teach you tongues and interpretation. I say, this is how to talk. This is this tongues. This is that we watch me do it. That is the same way we are learning rejoicing. It's in the spirit, so we can learn it. You just learn how to oh, go with God. Go with God. Are you? Nah, no, it's not. It's not that way. <laughs> because you are in You are in the spirit. <laughs> Alright, right, Jude 1 24. Jude 1 24. Alright, Jude 124. Jude 124. Alright, Jude 124. <laughs> he says, he says, now unto him that is able to keep you falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with what? Glory to God. So it implies gladness, exceeding joy. Or intense joy. Ah, 
You know what they mean intense? How many of you have seen what they say? Intense worship. <laughs> intense joy. You are so soaked with joy. Ha ha ha. This comedy, see, we will, we will rejoice. Oh. You will be carried home. See, we ca I can't forget the day that Tony decided that she wanted to frown in the Holy Ghost meeting. She, she rejoiced that she was carried home. You know what they say? Somebody was carried home. She even got to her room. She was sitting. <laughs> I'm not joking. She was, she was soaked. That's what we call intense joy. Intense joy. Maybe joy will start living up to her name now in these coming days by having intense joy. And even while you're meeting, that's what they say. My joy has come. It will now come more. <laughs> oh, glory, glory, glory. So let's go back to Luke 144. Luke 144. No, don't stop there. All right. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Now, one rule. Don't say dear sir. You are not watching. Don't be open. Don't open. Don't open. Don't open. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen. Hallelujah. Listen. Listen. Hallelujah. Don't be opening and say dear sir. That's cheating. Exactly. All right. Look one forty four. Luke 1 44. For the son in a womb. It says, For lo, as soon as the voice of the salutation sounded in my ears, the baby did what? Leaped for joy. Oh, glory to God. The one leap, the one leap is from the Greek word, skata. Uh, uh. <laughs> skitao. Skitao. Yeah, skitao. S K I R T. C A O S K I R T A O Skirtle is from the Greek word S K I R T A O It implies or it's from a similar Greek word from a similar Greek word S K A I O S K A I R O S K A I R O Skyro It means it implies to skip or to jump. How many of you have skipped? You have skipped a row before? Me. No. How many of you have skipped before? That's how you lose it. Come and do it for us. Come and do it for us. It's just like this. Listen to me. Oh, we don't go. Oh, we don't go. Are you guys? He means to skip. Are you seeing it? Listen to me. I'm teaching you. That is, I'm teaching you from the scriptures now. It means to skip. Oh, we don't go. Oh, we don't go. Are you getting it? Or to jump. Does that make sense? Does that make sense to you? That is leap. To leap. So rejoicing. So rejoicing can involve jumping and skipping. It can involve jumping and skipping. It can involve jumping and skipping. Jumping and skipping. So don't forget that word agalysis is from the word, it's from the Greek word agalio, and it was used 
in Luke 10 for Jesus. Uh, the word agalio is derived from two Greek words. The word agalio is derived from two Greek words. Agan. A-G-A-N. Derived from two Greek words. Agan. Which implies much. Agan. A-G-A-N. Implies much. And alomai. H-A-L-L-O-M-A-I. H-A-L-L-O-M-A-I. Alomai. It implies jump or leap. Who? Who will you call? Who will you call? Does that make sense? No will you call. Alomai. It implies jump or leap. So the word agalio means to jump, to leap much, and is done in an uncoordinated fashion. It is not coordinated to any bit. You know, when they want to reject, they will be doing. No. Oh, we will Oh, we will Oh, we will Does that make sense? Does that make sense? You see how to do it? So there's a way to do it. Not that just, oh, we like it, bro. Oh, we will go. Like, say you will go. <laughs> oh, glory. <laughs> that is the essence of this study to redirect your rejoicing. <laughs> so it's not done in the flesh. So that we can face up properly, do it in the spirit. Do you get it? Chamaka will be like, glory to God. When, Ch- when Chamaka first joined us, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> All right. Agalio implies to jump, to leap much. It is done in an uncoordinated fashion, and it is not in the court. It is not the coordinated beats and all of those things. So, let's see references for alomai. Alomai, heart still hits. What did we say alomai is? What did we say? What did we say alomai is? Favor was the first. What do we say Aloma is? Aloma means to leap. It means to jump or leap, right? So let's see references of that Aloma. Look at Act 3 verse 8. And leaping up. And he leaping up, stood and walked. Entering into them in the temple, walking and leaping. Who will do God? Who will do God? Are you seeing? Are you getting it? Who will do God? Who will do God? So, Bokorede, you have to move the leg. It's not, who will you go? It's who will you go? Are you? <laughs> At 14 verse 10. At 14 verse 10. Okay, Balumi is the first. <laughs> Say with a loud voice, stand upright on thy feet. And it what? He leaped and walked. He leaped and walked. So you see, he leaped and walked. So you see the two instances, the men were crippled from bed and they walked. What did they do the first time when they walked? They were leaping. Ooh, who will you call? Who will you call? Leap, leap. It's not a limpo. It's not leap. It's leap. So they were healed for the first time and the first expression was to walk. It was it, it evolves like a staggering moment. There's a way there's a way um Reverend Tox rejoice. Oh we do God. No we do God. I like that one. Are you getting it? No, it's not to see a pool. It's not to see a pool. You know, joy can be taught. I know a friend that can Jimwa King can rejoice. 
it can be lent. Oh shoot. Ah. Do, do you know there are people you see there just say like, bro, I want to be like this. Jim Joaquin can rejoice. When is it? Because it's short. So there's a way short people know how to maneuver their way in rejoicing. I don't know how. Who will ah, the way they do it? Who will go? Who will go? Oh! Are you getting me? This there's just a way for it. Are you getting me? So it's also so we've seen it's expression in running hastily. It's expression in running and um, leaping and jumping. Oh, we look God. Oh, we look God. Oh, we look God. Oh, oh we look God. Oh, we look God. Oh, we look God. Ah! Have you seen how it's being done? Yes, Come on, try it. <laughs> Come on, try it. Stand up. Oh, we look God. Come on, try it. Come on, try it. In the spirit. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Glory to God. Yes, yes. Try to do it again. No, watch. That's how she do it. Don't laugh. Glory. Oh, yeah. It's not going on. It's like an uncoordinated step. Uncoordinated step. All right, let's go. Glory to God. Oh, you know. Glory to God. God. Oh, God. Glory to God. Are you seeing it? No, we're not saying she break down. All right, praise God. It is also expressed. Don't forget, we're looking at the expression. It's also an expression of laughter. <laughs> this is what I like most. I can laugh. In Holy Ghost meeting, wanting me, I know I know how to do it. He's laughing. I laugh a lot. It's also expressed in wealth, in laughter. You want to see how it's used? Yes, sir. Luke 6 21. Yes, sir. Next. Balumi is taking first today. Luke 6 verse 21. I will never believe favor is there. Even if she showed me the scripture, I will still feel like she's still not there. <laughs> Alright, Luke 6 verse 21. It says, Blessed are ye that hunger now, for ye shall be what? Feel. Blessed are they that weep now, for ye shall what? Laugh. So the word love is from the Greek word geleao. G-E-L-A-O. G-E-L-A-O. It's not gelato. Gelao. It's from the Greek word gelao. G-E-L-A-O. G-E-L... No. That's an Italian story. G-E-L-A-O. It implies to laugh. It is a sign of joy. It implies to laugh. It implies to laugh. Oh! It implies to laugh. Somebody laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. I told you, I don't know if I've told you this before. I told you that, um, Kenneth Copeland said, You start in the flesh. And, no, Kenneth Taking actually said it. Then Kenneth Copeland said this to say, When you don't know how to start, you start in the flesh, then you end up winding up in the spirit. You end up in the spirit. Are you getting it? So you start. Let's laugh. Why are we, why are we laughing? What's funny? Jesus died. He rose again. He was resurrected. 
That's what's funny. Nothing is funny, we are only full of joy. Go in the door. Look at, look at, look at Psalm 2 verse 4. I like this. Psalm 2 verse 4. Psalm 2 verse 4. Look at it. Listen, see, see, see. It says, He that seated in the heavens shall what? He that seated in the heavens shall what? What did Ephesians 2 see? It says you are. So laugh, bro. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Listen, let me explain that text. Let me explain that text. Let me explain that text. He says, let me explain that text. Listen, we are, we are not yet there. We are going to rejoice today. We are not yet there. Oh, glory to God. Are you ready? Start getting, start winding up your sleeves. We are going to rejoice today. Alright, look at Psalm, and we're going to do it in the spirit, not in the flesh. So you're not joking around. It's an art of honor, art of reverence, art of worship. You're going to rejoice. Don't worry, we're not yet there yet. Look at it, that Luke 2 verse, um, Psalm 2 verse 4. It says, He that seated in heaven shall love, the Lord shall add them in their sin. Now, this is a prophecy of the New Testament. Because if you read the preceding text in verse 1, it says, Why do the earth in rage? And why do the people imagine vain things? The king of the earth sets up themselves and the rulers of the councils together against the Lord and against the anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. In as says, He that seated in heaven shall love, and the Lord shall have the reason. So, and you will see, it was quoted by the apostles when they were treated in Acts 4. Look at in Acts 4. Acts 4, verse 23. Yes, Act 4. You, how many of you know we use this Act 4 to pray? Yes, Act 4 verse 23. Look at it. It says, And being let go. Look at it. You understand the prophecy now. And being let go, they went to their own company and reported of all the sheep priests. And they that said unto them, that when they had heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, Lord, thou art God, which has made the heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them. Verse 25, who by the mouth of the servant David had said, why did the earthen range and the people imagine very thing? Now, you see the same prophecy we read in Psalm 2. They quoted it here. So, do you understand the prophecy now? It was quoted by them and notice it was in the same circumstance. It was, it, it, they quoted it in the response to persecution. Are you seeing it? They quoted it in the response to persecution. They quoted it in the response to persecution. So that Psalm of David was in response to Constitution. We'll still see more. But let's look at let's look at Psalm 126, verse 1. We'll still see more as time goes. Psalm 126, verse 1. I quote these Psalms a lot. Abraham is the first. Psalm 126, verse 1. It says, And the Lord has turned again the captivity of Zion. We were like them that dream. Look at verse 2. Then our what? Our mouth was what? <laughs> and our tongue was what? And they said, and they said among them, they said among the heathen, the Lord has done great things for what? For them. 
So he says, he filled our mouth with what? Laughter. So can your mouth be so full of laughter? Yes, sir. Now well, let's do that. <laughs> let's do it. Full of laughter. <laughs> 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 MacAkin said, "Listen, Reverend MacAkin said, joy is a serious business of heaven. It's a very serious business in heaven. So, joy is also expressed in laughter. So that is, this laughter when we are rejoicing in the spirit is not just prompted by a joke." It's not as if, hey, now so the not to hey, not like No. That's that's not why we are laughing. We are not laughing because basketball is funny. We're not laughing because Steve Avi is funny. We're not laughing because Kevin Hart is funny. We are laughing at the word. Glory to God. Glory to God. We laugh as a result of the word. It's also expressed as rejoicing. It's also expressed rejoicing, which also involves singing. Rejoicing, which also involves singing. Rejoicing, which also involves singing. Rejoicing, which are you learning something today? Yes, so, sir. Rejoicing, which also involves singing. And look at Zephaniah three seventeen. <laughs> Zephaniah, are you there? Yes, I'm there. Hallelujah. All right. The Lord thy God is in the midst of thee. <laughs> even, even the star. Star is just getting <laughs> Star is just reaching there. <laughs> Zephaniah 3.17 The Lord thy God is in the midst of thee. He will save thee. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. And he will rejoice, and he will rejoice over thee with what? With singing. So... We can say rejoicing is also expressed via singing. Therefore, when the believer rejoices, God is giving expression through him or her. That is exactly what Jesus did in Luke 10 verse 21 when he said, I thank thee, O Father. Yes, so he yes, was, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> when he says, I thank thee, O Father, Jesus so he said, he don't, and don't forget, he says, don't forget, Jesus said in John 10, Luke 10, verse 20, he says, whatever he sees his fathers do, he will do it. In John 5, verse 19. <coughs> so you will listen, well, just like what we studied in Ephesians 5, 18 to 19, be not be drunk in white, Colossians 3, 16, let the word of Christ dwell with you in you. It's useful so that we can simply see that the spirit of God within the believer gives expression to the believer via singing. We'll just sing out. That's why Jesus rejoiced and he said, I thank thee, O Father. Are you seeing it? So as you as a function of rejoicing, you can just sing. Can you do, let's do something? Let's laugh and sing. L- laugh, then sing. And <laughs> 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 sing in the living room. <laughs> laugh and sing. <laughs> Ha 
Words of praise are spoken, words of praise are sung unto the Father to exalt his work, to exalt his work. Words of praise are spoken unto the Father. That's why you read in Matthew 28 verse 8, it says, And when they departed quickly from the sculpture, with fear and great joy, brought disciples. And I will explain what does great means in the Greek. It means megas. It implies exceeding, much, loud. Loud joy, they were loud, so we can rejoice. And this room is fucking now. We are loud. Let's look at how Megas was used because it says great joy. Matthew 2 10. Who is there? Ah, follow me. Follow me one. Look through 10. It says, and when they saw the star, they did what? Rejoice with what? Exceeding. Megas. Great. So what's the megas there? Great, right? Great. Joy. Look at Max 5, 7. Mark 5, 7. Well, let me one. Again. All right, Mark 5 verse 7. It says, And they cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, the Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. What's the megas there? Loud. 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 What's the megas there? Loud. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Loud voice. Loud voice, yeah. Mark 15 verse 34. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Abraham, yes, sir. Abraham, Abraham. <laughs> Mark 15, verse 434. It says, And in the night hour, Jesus cried with what? A loud voice. So that's the megas, right? Very loud. So it was used for a loud voice. Luke 24, verse 52. Not yeah, they was first. Luke <laughs> 54, verse 52. And they worship him and return to Jerusalem with what? Great joy. So that's the Megas, right? Hatch 15, 3. Dead. 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 Are being brought by their own way by the church, they passed through Phoenix and Samaria and the conversation, and they caused what? Great joy. Unto all the brethren. Megas. So the word megas is used to describe joy. An expression of a loud joy. Expression of joy is usually very loud. Very loud. Ha! Ha ha ha! Very loud. Very loud. Very loud. And exuberant, very loud and exuberant. In other words, it is often characterized by loudness, loud expression. People wondering what's going on. Look at in this Acts 15, verse 3. He says, And they caused what? A great joy. That means they caused a very loud noise of joy, right? Unto all the brethren. So it implies that it's characterized loudness, a loud expression. 
it implies that when the believer expresses the joy of our faith, it is usually used with a loud voice. So it's not glory, glory. You can't be glorying in quietness. Glory. I just, like Chebaka used to do before. Glory. 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 See, she got born again. Glory. So some when we even laugh, we don't be looking like this. Like this. Hey, oh, I know everything. I know all of you. Don't be looking at me like this. But now, with loud voice. And why is it loud? Because it is used to silence contrary voices. Contrary voices or thoughts in our minds that seem contradictory to the word of God. We are rejoicing very loud because it puts silence to contrary voices, contrary thoughts in our minds that seem contradictory to what the word says. So rejoicing is an act of faith, right? So now when we say today you're going to raise, we, we believe God and we are receiving harvest, supernatural harvest. We are rejoicing, right? As an act of faith to silence what? Contrary voices that make you feel like, no, it's not that. So when we say this week is full of miracles, no miracle, God. We are, we are rejoicing as an act of faith, right? Because we believe it's full of miracles, right? And to court, silence every contrary voice that always to feel like, I beg, it's not miracles. Does that make sense? So we are exceedingly loud. Does that make sense to everyone? So, you see, so, you, so let's examine. Uh, I want to do another opening spring. You ready? Yes, uh, uh, we are about to do, we are done, we are almost done, but we just have to do a lot of opening spring. Yes, we are a, a real lot. Or should I give you the scriptures? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to do opening spring? Laziness. Or oh, burning. I do. Ask Matthew 2 10. Dead, 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 dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. No. <laughs> they caught me. This, this, the, the, the deal is this. Don't say you are dead if you are not dead. I thought it was. Matthew 2 10. What did he say? He says, and when they saw the star, they what? So we are seeing how the joy of our faith was used. So they see, men rejoiced at the incarnation. They rejoiced at the birth of Jesus. So what did they do? Don't forget, they say, with exceeding what? Megas, right? Exceeding what? Great joy. So that, oh, oh, glory to God. The Savior is born. Glory to God. Very loud. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. So we are not quiet. We are not quiet. Say, I'm not quiet. Matthew 5 12. <laughs> Matthew 5 12. Rejoice and be what? Exceeding what? Glad. For great is your. It says rejoice and be exceedingly what? Joyful. Oh! Oh! No way to God. So Jesus explained in that text. The response to the joy of persecution for the sake of the Lord. So you are persecuted. Eh? You do what? You rejoice. The persecuted like this. They tell you that. Leave our store. Oh, no, we arrest you. You just go back home. 
What will you do when you get back home? No, 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 you're not. Demonstrate it. What will you do when you get back home? <laughs> Everybody, stand up. They persecute you. They tell you that leave our store, leave our house. They will pour water on you. They pour pepper. Emphasis on pepper. On you. How would you run? your name by fire by force. Oh yeah, joy alone, rejoice. <laughs> Is she drunk in the only ghost or what? Hallelujah, let's be seated. Alright. Matthew 18, 13. Ah ah, baddest. I'm dead. Well, look, he's taking the good champion. Abraham, she, she, she did. I looked at her. No, she did not know. She does it. Matthew 18 13. And if so, be that he findeth it, verily I say unto you, he rejoiceth more, he rejoiceth more of that sheep than of the 99 that went astray. Now, you have a backsliding disciple. And the person tell you, I message you and say, I'm coming back to church. your call. Let's just say, what's the address of your church? Hallelujah. Hold your fire. Sit down. That parable was used to teach joy as a result of salvation. Joy as a result of salvation. We are looking at the scriptures now. Luke 1 14. Are you there? Yes, sir. Look one for two. Yes, sir. Shamaka one. Shamaka one. No. Shamaka one. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at what? His birth. So they rejoiced at the birth of Jesus. Luke 6 23. You are just opening it. No. I cannot agree. Who, who was there first? No, no, no winner. All right. Rejoice ye in that day and do what? Leap for joy. For behold, Luke 16, 23. For behold, your reward is in is great in heaven, like the manner of the prophets of the hood. So joy was thought there in response to the persecution of the gospel. Luke 15, 5. There. I'm there. Sir, I'm there. Joy. I'm there. I give no. joy. Oh, so Chiamata. Luke 55. And when he had found it, he laid it on his shoulders, what? Rejoicing. Glory to God. John 8, verse 56. Yes, sir. I'm dead. 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 I'm d
No winner. No winner. Johnny 56. Your father. <laughs> no, I beg you. Don't make Abraham's dad listen to this message. I think we are talking to him. <laughs> your faith, your father, Abraham, rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it, and he was what? And he was glad. We mean he was joyful, right? Yes, sir. All right. So Abraham was a prophet. He foresaw the resurrection of Christ and related it to the gospel. You see, in John 14, 28. Dead. Uh, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. You have asked. First, second, third. You have heard. As I said, go now again. If you love me, you will rejoice because I said I go to my father. Jesus was telling them, if you love me, you will rejoice. <laughs> that I said, go to my father. And but my father is greater than I. So Jesus instructed disciples to rejoice at his work. To rejoice at his work. His ascension that now dwells within the heart of the believer. To rejoice at his work. Now, that's the four Gospels. Now, in the book of Acts, the joy of our faith was centered on the Gospel. The joy of our faith in the book of Acts was centered on the Gospel. That is, the salvation and growth of believers. The joy of our faith was centered on the Gospel. The salvation and growth of the believers. Or as a response to the past, as a response to persecution for the sake of the gospel. The joy of our faith was centered on the gospel in the book of Acts. That is the salvation and the growth of believers, or as a response to the persecution for the sake of the gospel. Take this down, Acts 541. Says they disappeared from the council and they went home rejoicing. Look at it, Act 5, verse 41, everybody. Abraham and. and. It's the audacity for me. <laughs> and they departed from the presence of the council, rejoicing that they were counted worthy. Now, look at, let me, look at the preceding verse. And to him, verse 40, look at verse 40 of that 41. And to him that we agreed, and when they had called the apostles, they are beating them, they commanded that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. They beat them. Don't talk in the name of Jesus. They don't preach again. Verse 41. They departed from the council. And they went home. Doing what? Rejoice and say, glory to God. Glory to God. People that they beat, if it was easy. Nah, we're going to rejoice. You're going to rejoice now. Oh, yes. So, you, so you, now, you see two ways. Not me, I All right. Now, you see two ways. Now, they, their own is, listen, they, their own is beating, right? You, your own can be the chase you away from woman. Your own can be the chase you away from Kroger. Chase you away from G. For they threaten you that they are taking you to jail. You know, see, these people say, God punish them. They want to receive the gospel. No, you go rejoicing. That, ah, I've been counted worthy. <laughs> are you getting it? That's what the disciples did. You say, if you all can be, they threaten you with police, and police came to warn you. You say, no, I will rejoice. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? <laughs> so, Act 5, there, you read in. Look at Acts 11 23. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. 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 
1531. I wish they have read the Rejoice for Consolation. Act 1531. Now, that's in the book of Acts. And I think we are missing Acts 16.3 or Acts 16 something. I'm trying to look for it. Acts, I think there should be half 1634 in that place. Yes, you know, just put it in your notes. So now, the apostles also taught us the joy of our faith is based on the gospel and um, the salvation of the goods, and it's also as a response to the sake of tribulations. Just write all of these questions down. Write it down. Are you ready? Yes, Romans 12, 12. You will see it says rejoicing in hope. Romans 12, 12. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 6, rejoice not in humility. 1 Corinthians 13, 6. 2 Corinthians 2, 3. 2 Corinthians 2, 3. 2 Corinthians 16. 2 Corinthians 16. This is a sorrowful yet always rejoicing. 2 Corinthians 16. 2 Corinthians 7, 9. Now I rejoice that not that you were made sorry. 2 Corinthians 7, 9. 2 Corinthians 13, 9. And 11, 2 Corinthians 13, 9, verse 9 and 11. 2 Philippians 1, 18. Philippians 2, 18. And Philippians 2, 28. Philippians 1, 18. Philippians 2, 18. Philippians 2, 28. Philippians 3, 1. Philippians 4, 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. I say rejoice. Philippians 4, 4. Philippians 4.10, but I rejoiced in the Lord greatly. Ah, Paul rejoiced too. Now that at last, he says, I rejoiced in the Lord greatly. Philippians 4.10, Colossians 4.24, who now rejoice in my suffering for you. Colossians 1.24, Colossians 2.5, Colossians 2.5, First Thessalonians 3.9, 1 Thessalonians 3 9. 1 Thessalonians 3 6, 5 16. Sorry. 1 Thessalonians 5 16. Rejoice forevermore. 1 Thessalonians 5 16. Also, you see in the book of James, James taught joy as joy of faith in persecution. Just let me come again in that one. Romans 12 12. 1 Corinthians 13 6. 2 Corinthians 2 3. 2 Corinthians 6, 10, 2 Corinthians 7, 9, 2 Corinthians 13, 9 and 11, so Philippians 1, 18, Philippians 2, 18, Philippians 2, 28, Philippians 1, 3, 3, 1, sorry, Philippians 4, 4, Philippians 4, 10, Colossians 1, 24, Colossians 2, 5, 1 Thessalonians 3, 9, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16. All right, does everybody get that? All right, so you also in the book of James, James also taught joy as the joy of our faith in persecution. Let's go there. James 1 1. Yeah. Alright. Volume is finally. So, Volume is the star today. So, she won. James as the servant of the Lord. Look at it. James as the servant of the Lord. To the church I wish has scattered abroad greetings. Look at it. It says, Brethren, count it what? Hard joy. When you fall into what? Diverse temptations. Count it all joy. You read, Peter also told them in 1 Peter 1 8. 
Full of unspeakable joy. The lie still mean it. First Peter 1 8. First Peter 4 13 says, Rejoice in as much as you are partakers of the suffering. And um, you see, John also taught it in First John. Yes, First John 1 1. Look at First John 1 1 1 to 4. Let's read it. I'm coming. Give me a second. First John 1 1 to 4. Well, let me ask you, we call the winners. That which was from the beginning, which we've heard, we have seen with our eyes, we have looked upon with, we have looked upon our hands, have handled with the word of life, for the life was manifested and we've seen, and bear witness, and show with the eternal life which was the Father and was manifested in us. And unto us we've seen and we declare unto you that ye may have fellowship with us, truly as the Son Jesus. Look at verse 4. And these things we write unto you, that your what? That your joy may be full. So, it is written all over the scriptures. It's written all over the scriptures. Let's look at. So you see that it says. So you see that the joy of our faith is not predicated on temporal things, but on the gospel. We are not rejoicing because we bought a house. We are not rejoicing because we got car. There's one teaching I did one time in church. It was called our joy. I don't remember that teaching. Twenty eighteen. Yes, sir. Here in this building. Mm-hmm. It is our joy. I remember Colin was rejoicing that means I still have snippet of the video. No, 2019. Our joy. We don't rejoice because of material things. We don't rejoice because of money. We don't rejoice because of our joy is basically on the gospel. Either the salvation of men. So when we go on our church and we come back, we can rejoice, right? Yes, sir. We got men saved. Men's name are written in the book of life. Are you getting me? So, either the salvation of men or the growth, you are teaching somebody, person is growing, person is already reaching out to people. Ah, <laughs> it's joy. Are you getting it? You see that person, you labor over, you struggle to bring the person to church. The person is not telling you, let's go for outreach. That's joy. Ooh. Look, we to go. So, we see that, and it's a response to persecution for the sake of the gospel. The joy of the believer is not dependent on material things but on internal realities say my joy my joy my joy joy. is not not dependent dependent on material things it's not dependent on material things but on internal realities so you see that again joy is don't forget joy is as a result of is a result of the fruit of our spirit. We said that, right? We said to that, right? It's a result of the fruit in our spirit. It's a result. Or it's a fruit. That one fruit is a result. It's a result of our spirit. It's a fruit of our spirit. And um, as we end, let's end with this verse and we'll, we'll call it a time. Look at Acts 16, verse 25 to 34. Acts 16. Let everybody read it. We want to see a typical example of our beloved brother Paul. I don't know if you like Paul. Yes, sir. People will persecute you for liking Paul. <laughs> so, no, we are liking. Alright. At the midnight. Look at everybody. Let's read it. This is where we are going to finish today. Now, Acts 16, verse 25. It says, At that midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. 
and suddenly there was a great what earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone bound was loosed losing my letting <laughs> and the prison prison keeper of the prison is prison awakening out of his sleep yeah kilo shelling and seeing the prison door open he drew out his sword he wanted to kill himself because he knew he would die supposedly that the prisoners have fled but paul cried with a loud voice megas right saying, do thyself no harm, for we are all here. And he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Sars, what must I do to be saved? Uh-uh. And they said, believe on the Lord Jesus and thou shalt be saved in thy house. Look at it. And they speak unto him and the, uh, they speak unto him the word of the Lord. That is, they now taught him the word of the Lord and unto and all that were in the house. And he took them the same hour in the night and wash their stripes. That is, you know, they have sores in their body. Was just like baptized, and he was baptized. Mm-hmm. He, he and all his straightway. Look at verse 34. And when he has brought them into the house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing with the house. Even the guy who just got saved did what? Rejoice. Wow. So you that you taught somebody. You that so you see what happened? Paul and Silas has been jailed. They did what? They sang praises to God. They were not in the jail complaining and saying, Ah, who don't, don't die now? Who what, what happens to us now? They sang praises to God. And they still found themselves in that same circumstances. They were not complaining. They preached the gospel. That is, they maintained an atmosphere of joy. And that led the prisoner. Or the jailer to rejoice. So you see, we don't rejoice on material things, right? We don't rejoice on on temporal things. We rejoice on on internal realities. Like I said, Makakin said, joy is a serious business in heaven. Do you know what the Bible says in the parable where it says, There is joy in heaven over one sinner that repents, right? So that shows there is party, wide party in heaven over a sinner that repent. So how much more year on it? You that you get the person say, you, you are still complaining that my leg is paining me. Ah, I'll suffer today. The sun beats me. The cold winter beats me. You rejoice. So joy is an act of faith. Are you seeing? Makake said it, it's a serious business in heaven. So as believers, we don't joke with joy. Are you getting me? Yes. We don't joke with joy. When we are joined, rejoicing, it's not time for us to start running around and be looking at what consign, what did not consign anybody. You are rejoicing as an act of faith. You are rejoicing at the world. It's a sober moment. Are you getting me? It is not a tea party. Are you getting me? You are rejoicing at the world. Does that make sense to everyone? Yes. Does that make sense to everyone? Yes. Let's rejoice. No, 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 no. Why are you rejoicing? Be on your feet everywhere. We want to live for joy. How did you see it is expressed? Running around, right? Megas. Very loud, right? Very loud, right? Very loud, right? Very loud, right? That means it will evolve your voice. It will evolve your voice. It will evolve your, it will evolve your body because you will jump, you will leap, you will skip, right? You would, you will run around, right? You would, you would, you would swell around. Oh, glory to God. 
you will you, are you getting me? It's a it's a joyful heart, it's a sober time. You know what we want to do? What we want to do is we want to act on the word. We want to laugh. We want to rejoice. Are you getting me? Yes, we'll sing. Are you getting me? So now, how many of you believe in miracles? Supernatural vest of miracles. Supernatural vest of souls. Let's rejoice over that. Lead your hands and bless him. 